Chapter Twelve of *The Person and Work of the Holy Spirit* by R. A. Torrey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Marianne. Chapter Twelve: The Holy Spirit Forming Christ Within Us. It is a wonderful and deeply significant prayer that Paul offers in Ephesians chapter three, verses sixteen to nineteen, for the believers in Ephesus and for all believers who read the epistle. Paul writes for this cause i bow my knees unto the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory that ye may be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inward man that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith to the end that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be strong to apprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length the height and depth and to know the love of christ which passeth knowledge that ye may be filled unto all the fullness of god revised version we have here an advance in the thought over that which we have just been studying in the preceding chapter it is the carrying out of the former work to its completion here the power of the spirit manifests itself not merely in giving us victory over sin but in four things one in christ dwelling in our hearts the word translated dwell in this passage is a very strong word it means literally to dwell down to settle to dwell deep it is the work of the holy spirit to form the living christ within us dwelling deep down in the deepest depths of our being we have already seen that this was a part of the significance of the name sometimes used of the holy spirit the spirit of christ in christ on the cross of calvary made an atoning sacrifice for sin bearing the curse of the broken law in our place we have christ for us but by the power of the holy spirit bestowed upon us by the risen christ we have christ in us herein lies the secret of a christ-like life we hear a great deal in these days about doing as jesus would do certainly we ought as christians to live like christ he that saith he abideth in him ought himself to so walk even as he walked but any attempt on our part to imitate christ in our own strength will only result in utter disappointment and despair there is nothing more futile that we can possibly attempt than to imitate christ in the power of our own will if we fancy that we succeed it will be simply because we have a very incomplete knowledge of christ the more we study him and the more perfectly we understand his conduct the more clearly will we see how far short we have come from imitating him but god does not demand of us the impossible he does not demand of us that we imitate christ in our own strength he offers to form christ in us by the power of his holy spirit and when christ is thus formed in us by the holy spirit's power all we have to do is to let this indwelling christ live out his own life in us and then we shall be like christ without struggle and effort of our own a woman who had a deep knowledge of the word and a rare experience of the fullness that there is in christ stood one morning before a body of ministers as they plied her with questions do you mean to say mrs h one of the ministers asked that you are holy quickly but very meekly and gently the elect lady replied christ in me is holy no we are not holy to the end of the chapter in and of ourselves we are full of weakness and failure but the holy spirit is able to form within us the holy one of god the indwelling christ and he will live out his life through us in all the humblest relations of life as well as in those relations of life that are considered greater 
he will live out his life through the mother in the home through the day laborer in the pit and through the businessman in his office everywhere two in our being rooted and grounded in love verse seventeen paul multiplies figures here the first figure is taken from the tree shooting its roots down deep into the earth and taking fast hold upon it the second figure is taken from a great building with its foundations laid deep in the earth on the rock paul therefore tells us that by the strengthening of the spirit in the inward man we send the roots of our life down deep into the soil of love and also that the foundations of the superstructure of our character are built upon the rock of love love is the sum of holiness the fulfilling of the law romans chapter thirteen verse ten love is what we all most need in our relations to god to jesus christ and to one another and it is the work of the holy spirit to root and ground our lives in love there is the most intimate relation between christ being formed within us or made to dwell in us and our being rooted and grounded in love for jesus christ himself is the absolutely perfect embodiment of divine love three in our being made strong to apprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of christ which passeth knowledge it is not enough that we love we must know the love of christ but that love passeth knowledge it is so broad so long so high so deep that no one can comprehend it but we can apprehend it if we lay hold upon it we can make it our own we can hold it before us as the object of our meditation our wonder and our joy but it is only in the power of the holy spirit that we can thus apprehend it the mind cannot grasp it at all in its own native strength a man untaught and unstrengthened by the spirit of god may talk about the love of christ he may write poetry about it he may go into rhapsodies over it but it is only words 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 there is no real apprehension but the spirit of god makes us strong to really apprehend it in all its breadth in all its length in all its depth in all its height four in our being filled unto all the fullness of god there is a very important change between the authorized and revised version the authorized version reads filled with all the fullness of god the revised version reads more exactly filled unto all the fullness of god it is no wonder that the translators of the authorized version staggered at what paul said and sought to tone down the full force of his words to be filled with all the fullness of god would not be so wonderful for it is an easy matter to fill up a pint cup with all the fullness of the ocean a single dip will do it but it would be an impossibility indeed to fill a pint cup unto all the fullness of the ocean until all the fullness that there is in the ocean is in that pint cup but it is seemingly a more impossible task that the holy spirit undertakes to do for us to fill us unto all the fullness of the infinite god to fill us until all the intellectual and moral fullness that there is in god is in us but this is the believer's destiny we are heirs of god and joint heirs with jesus christ romans chapter eight verse seventeen i e we are heirs of god to the extent that jesus christ is an heir of god that is we are heirs to all god is and all god has 
it is the work of the holy spirit to apply to us that which is already ours in christ it is his work to make ours experimentally all god has and all god is until the work is consummated in our being filled unto all the fullness of god this is not the work of a moment nor a day nor a week nor a month nor a year but the holy spirit day by day puts his hand as it were into the fullness of god and conveys to us what he has taken therefrom and puts it into us and then again he puts his hand into the fullness that there is in god and conveys to us what is taken therefrom and puts it into us and this wonderful process goes on day after day and week after week and month after month and year after year and never ends until we are filled unto all the fullness of god End of chapter 12